welcome to GYSB Talks. I am your host, Carla Palmer, founder and creator of GYSB. Get your sexy back, health and fitness movement. Over 13 years ago, I lost over 50 pounds and on that journey, I found joy, peace and more self-love. That's how the GYSB movement got started because I wanted to share with other people what I had found for myself. And now in my 50s, I'm still on this journey. And now I'm starting to navigate some of the inevitable changes that come with aging. So GYSB Talks will cover topics that will help women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s get to their next level of optimal living. Physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, and in relationships. Guys, I'm so glad you're here. Now, let's get into today's topic, shall we? Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of GYSB Talks. I am your host, Carla Palmer, and today we are joined by my sis, Venus Chandler. Let me tell you a little bit about Venus before we get started. Venus is originally from Akron, Ohio, but now resides in Los Angeles. She is a proud mother and grandmother to three children and five grandchildren, and her professional career spans from 36 dedicated years of nursing at various medical facilities, and she currently holds a nurse manager's position at Lighthouse Health Care Center. Venus is a published author, number one best-selling international author, speaker, life coach, and advocate for survivors of childhood trauma. Her God-revealed purpose in life is to be an advocate for women and girls, helping them to find their power, purpose, and their voice. And she is the founder of Kintsugi Transformations Life Coaching Services. Hi, Venus. Hey, Carla. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I am too. So Venus and I know each other, I think from social media. No? So, yeah. Initially social media, you, your spirit is just like, girl, <laughs> the, the energy is just, it's everything. And I had to reach out to you. And um, initially it was to help me train. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, we we worked out together, did some jumping rope and some hit workouts, and then yeah. I learned a little bit about you as we were training, mm-hmm. and I learned that you were an author, and I learned that you were divorced. Yes. Why you got divorced? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so as I was thinking about different guests that I wanted to bring onto the show, I thought she, she would be a really great guest. You've written these books, you have these different seminars and workshops to really empower women to yes. live their best lives. And so that mm-hmm. is in direct alignment with GYSB Talks, GYSB yes. Movement. Yes. Um, and so you're helping women get their sexy back in a lot of ways that that align with the movement. So we're going to be talking about um, a couple of your books. I want to start with uh, Suddenly Single. Uh-huh. Can you tell our audience a little bit about that book and why you wrote it? So, <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people, um, I think they know now, but uh, and I used to be very, very embarrassed about this. I've okay. been married six times. Okay. 
Yes, one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> Not the counting. <laughs> <laughs> Just so y'all know, it's really yes, six. It's six. <laughs> and so uh, this last guy that I, I married, um, we dated. I thought I was doing all the right things. You know, dated. We, you know, I got to know him. And like there, like, there were just like no signs in the beginning. Can you um, tell me how long you guys dated before you got married? Oh, a little over two years. Oh, okay. So you did your yeah. due diligence. Yes. And uh, we even shacked up mm-hmm. <laughs> because um, I wanted to to live together um, uh, because that's my thing. I, I mean, I wouldn't suggest that for everybody, but that is my thing. And um, I wanted to because I really wanted to know who this person is that I was going to marry and all that good stuff. Married him. I was stupid in love when I say mm. stupid. I was stupid in love. Like I looked at no other man and then, you know, and then suddenly um, our, our, our marriage, it ended. It, it just ended. I, I couldn't believe it. What do you mean? I mean, it blindsided me. So, um, it started probably, um, right after we got married, right after, I mean, almost immediately. And the shift happened is something just wasn't, wasn't the same. It just wasn't the same. Um, now let's go back right before we got married. Um, a couple of weeks before we got married, him and the boys went out to celebrate, get married and he ended up getting arrested. And oh boy. when I went to, yeah, over in Mexico. So when I was actually able to go and get my car back, come to find out there was women things in the car. He said it was his cousins. I was so in love. I blew that off. Hmm. I dismissed it. Okay. So fast forward after we got married, things changed. Um, things changed. We stopped having sex. Um, we stopped going places. He started like just treating me bad, you know, would talk to me like yeah, I made him sick and it was just bad. So um, I don't know why, but it's almost like God peeled the cataracts off my eyes and I was able to see him in plain sight. It was crazy. I can't even explain it. Like, like it was crazy. And so I don't know what it was, but God told me, basically, you need to pay attention. I tried to tell you before you got married, this was not the man. Mm. And I want you to really pay attention. I started paying attention. Well, can I ask <clears throat> you something? Let's, let's, let's mm-hmm. pause right here. Sure uh-huh. You said God. God, you, God spoke to you and told you that he tried to tell you before you got married. Uh-huh. What did that look like? Girl, I was like, God, listen, he is a good guy. Watch, watch. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. <laughs> okay. I'm going to show you, Haney. Yeah, right. So I was like, you know, we, you know, you might not think that he's the man, but he is. He's this good guy. And because I'm such a good person, he's going to that. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, but what were the messages that yeah. you were getting from God? How were you getting those messages down? Oh my God. Um, there was little things like, okay. it was like little subtle hints of things. Okay. <laughs> and it was like, uh, number one, he lied about, um, how much he made. Okay. And that's not a big, big deal, but, um, that's a, that's a red flag. It's a big, big deal it, if it's a big, big difference. <laughs> when, a big, it was a, when it was you, a big, when you big really difference. find out the, the yeah. amount is a big difference, yeah. and that's a big deal. And then um, I was able to find out that he owes like hundreds and thousands of dollars of back child support. Okay. Yeah. So those were the, the first couple of things that I found out. But I thought, you know, you know, well, hey, we can work this out. Okay. I even helped him start a business. 
Of and the business did. was thriving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So we're married. He goes to Mexico. Oh, he's getting yeah. married. He goes to Mexico, gets arrested. You get him out. Yeah. You guys come yeah. back. You get yeah. married. Yeah. The wedding's fine. And then after yeah. that, it it's all bad. And you're it's like, just, oh my gosh, yeah. what have I done? And so yeah. then how do you how do you move out of this? Um, so once I found out that he was cheating on me, um, I said, okay, well, I'm going to make my plan to, to leave, but I'm not going to tell him. So I just prepared myself and it took me about, mm, about eight months, eight, nine months. And, um, I just started planning everything, you know, getting everything prepared, moving things out slowly. He didn't even know. And one day he went to work and, um, and, yeah, had the moving people come in, moved everything out. I even took the lint. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I did. And I made sure that I had my proof of him cheating before, you know, I, I made these moves. Mm-hmm. But so you I had, had somebody follow, follow him around or something? Well, no. Here's the deal. I was sitting on the couch and he thought I was sleeping and he was text message. And I seen him when he kept picking up his phone, putting it down. And then um, I, I actually, when he picked up his phone one time, I picked up my phone. I was able to take a picture and I was able to s- blow the picture up and I seen the text messages. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you left and what, can I ask what lessons you learned from that? Um, the lessons that I learned from it is that they are not to blame. These mm-hmm. men were never the blame. I was the problem. Okay. It was the all six me. marriages. It was me. Yeah, it was me. It was definitely me. And so how did you come to realize this was you? I looked at it like, why did you pick pick these people? Well, we're picked by them, but we accept the offer. Exactly. So why did I do that? Why? It was childhood stuff. Okay. It was unsolved childhood stuff. It was the need to be loved. It was this picture that I had in my brain with the 2.5 kids and the picket fence, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. I mean, all women want these things. We mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes um, when like in my childhood, because of the childhood I had, um, I felt less than and um, not worthy. Okay. Um, and so I took what came. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, I, I remember even being teased about why you keep getting married. Well, why you not get married? Why have you not been uh offered a ring? You know, but oh okay, so that was your comeback. That was your that was my comeback, back. girl, but it was so corny because listen, <laughs> <laughs> they probably they probably was thinking like, mm-mm, and <laughs> not until the right one come along. You know, so yeah, it was my my defense thing, you know. So yeah, at the end of the day, I realized it was me choosing these people who had no business being in my space at all. Did any of these men have uh, common uh, characteristics? They are yes, they are they are all related, all six of them. I know they're cousins. You can't tell me that they're not. Are they narcissistic in any way? Every last one of them. Uh huh. Yes. Wow. So yes. mo- moving forward, as you are moving through life mm-hmm. now, and I don't know if you want another husband or if you're out dating and having a good yeah. time, what are some of the things that you put into place to make sure that you, well, not to make sure, because you never can be 100% sure, Absolutely but not. to lessen the chances of you ending up with another narcissist or somebody that is going to use you like some of these men did, 
how do you what do you what have you put into place to lessen the chances? Carla, the thing is that you have you you cannot make excuses for people. People are exactly who they show you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it. That's all. You know, and yeah, I'm dating. Marriage is off the table for me. I, Forever. I yeah, I, yeah, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Unless you know, unless God, you know how God works. I do. Like, I was about to say that too because honestly, I'm there as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not really doing a lot of dating. I've had some relationships, of course, that have failed clearly because I don't have a husband or a boyfriend now, man mm-hmm. friend now. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, I got to a point where I was like is my picker off? And, and, and like you said, like, we're not picking, but my acceptance, like, is right. that off? What is happening? Right. right. And I had to look at, you know, some of the way that I was allowing people to treat me in relationships mm-hmm. too. And me kind of trying to be a fixer in certain relationships mm-hmm. or just being a little passive and allowing people to do things that weren't making me fulfilled, but they were fulfilled. And so I had to right. kind of like be okay with that because, mm-hmm maybe I saw some of that growing up and I don't like to bring my family into things yeah. a lot of talk because that those stories aren't my stories to tell. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I agree with you as far as childhood trauma and mm-hmm. things that we saw growing up, you know, whether it's like traumatic or not, like we see things growing up, whether it's in our family directly or with our aunties or with people yeah. in our community. Mm-hmm. And I'm from the Midwest, right? Mm-hmm. The Bible mm-hmm. Belt. So I saw a mm-hmm. lot of submissive behavior and not not submissive like the kind that's in the bible but just really really submissive where women oftentimes didn't have a voice at all uh-huh. and exactly. I, I realized that I took some of that into relationships that I've had in the past and that just didn't work for me mm-hmm. and so like you were saying I don't know if I ever want to get married I don't I don't know God's really gonna have to Show me like, yep. hey, this is what I want for you. These are the reasons why. These are the glaring mm-hmm. reasons why this is your guy. And mm-hmm. then I will move forward. But until then, I'm with you, girl. Like it's right. Uh, it ain't it ain't uh, yeah. it ain't it ain't something I'm about to jump into. No, ma'am. Yeah, no, me neither. No, I. and it's so sad because I don't even know if I ever want to live with someone. Um, I love my space. I love my freedom. I love my peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, and, and you know, listen, relationships, it, that is work. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just don't want to work that hard. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> to right now, you know, I just don't. And, I um, hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I agree with you about the peace that you've created. And yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day, and I love that this is just kind of like a girlfriend chat that we're having. I, yeah, I want people to feel like they're here in the living room with us chatting. But mm-hmm. um, I was talking to somebody the other day, and I said, we work so hard when a relationship is over, right? Mm-hmm. Women who are mature enough to do some introspective kind of look at how things happened in the relationship and why things didn't work out. If you do that process right and you do the healing journey correctly, uh-huh. then you spend a lot of time creating your own peace in your home, the it's way true. that you move through life, your friendships and relationships you have with other people. It's it's so peaceful. It's ex- almost exactly how you want it. Because it's it's relation their relationships that you don't have to stay in if you don't right. want to. When mm-hmm. you're married to somebody, you got to try to make that thing work. Right. You have to. There has to be some give <laughs> and some take and some 
mm-hmm. you know, adjusting and compromising and yep. all of those things and really yeah. cohabitating. Am I saying that word right? Living yeah. with somebody uh-huh. that can't be an easy thing. I've never lived with a man. I have had mm-hmm. a man who stayed at my house way too many times. Because, um, oh. you know, he has some things going on and, you know, we were trying uh-huh. to help him with his finances and his yeah. living situation. Another thing yeah. I shouldn't have been in. Uh-huh. But as far as living with somebody, only my child. Honey, yeah. listen. And yeah. that's hard enough with a, because he's 23 and I'm like, we you grown, grown. This is, yeah. Uh, yeah. This, is this is a little different. <laughs> they move different. They just move different. <laughs> but, no. you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's that peace. And that work yeah. that we've done on ourselves. And yeah. I think some of it for me, if I'm honest, and I always say I'm going to be honest on this podcast. Yeah. I think some of it for me is fear. Fear of disruption. Fear Absolutely. that what I have worked so freaking That's hard right. to get mm-hmm. is going to be mm-hmm. disrupted because I mm-hmm. didn't see the right signs when I was dating this person. Exactly. And I got into the relationship with this person who ends up being like a narcissist or yeah. somebody that's overly like mm-hmm. controlling or selfish or whatever. Because everybody yeah. puts their best foot forward. Yes. Right? <laughs> but you know what, though, Carla? One of the things that... um that I, 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 I'm going to make sure that I do for okay. forever and ever. Amen. Okay. okay. <laughs> whoever I date, I will expose them to all my friends and family. Because the thing is, is that when you are dating someone and you start catching feelings for that person, I don't know what that thing is that, that Damn. happens to our eyes. <laughs> what happens to our eyes? It's the rose-colored glasses. Because you're in love. Right. So I'm going to expose them because... I'm, I may not see it, but those who love me and care about me and want the best for me, they're going to see it. They are. And they're going to call me. They're going to listen. They're going to call me on it and be like, listen, I've seen this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, before I, I used to sneak, I'm like, I ain't introducing no, him to nobody. I, I knew they was messed up. I ain't introducing him to nobody until we're married. Oh, that way so you, they can't interfere. Deep down inside, you knew that they weren't. I knew. That's so I interesting. Yeah, you knew that they weren't right, but you yes. didn't have enough level really? of self-esteem to say to yourself, "I don't mm-hmm. want marriage that badly that I'm gonna get tied up with this." Absolutely. So because I, I, I had to wait. Get married. I'm gonna mm-hmm. sneak and do it. I had to wait until I fix them up. Mm-hmm. Once mm-hmm. I fix them up, then mm-hmm. I can introduce them. Girl, I gotta get them new clothes, new shoes, new car. I got to help him find a job. Venus. Oh, that. Yes, ma'am. That that was me. That was Venus. your girl. Yes, ma'am. That's my truth. You was the queer eye for the straight guy kind of thing. Come on now. <laughs> girl, 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 yes. girl, girl. Yes. Yes. That's my I truth. Just, I, you know, there are women listening to this podcast right now. It's like, I did some of what they did. I'm mm-hmm. doing some of what they did right uh-huh. now. Let me yeah. tell y'all, whoever's listening to this podcast right now, stop that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Really look at it. Just really. Look. And listen, I think that somewhere we feel like, well, if we don't get, if we don't take him, then we're not going to get nobody else. Honey, look, <laughs> it's so many fishy out here in the sea. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. There's tons waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but that is that is what happens though. Yeah. Like 
it, well, I remember when I was dating and I had my son was little and I used to hear little side conversations uh-huh. or thing I'd see things on the internet how men were just like I want to date no woman with no kid and mm-hmm. you know blah 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 all these things and then there mm-hmm. was a time in my life when I was like and I still kind of go through this sometimes where nobody wants to date anybody with alopecia like you don't have no mm-hmm. hair like mm-hmm. I don't want to look at that mm-hmm. in the morning. Like, Honey, so we, they don't we, care about that. We do, but we do all these, like all this chipping away at ourselves. Right. We do it to yeah. ourselves. We sure and do. And we get to a point where we're like, well, he's he's not that bad. You right. Know? Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe he'll get better if I love yeah. him enough. Yeah. And maybe this is as good as it gets and I need to stop yeah. being so picky because men are out there telling us, especially women who are older, you guys yeah. need to stop being so picky because you're <laughs> old and you're washed up and you Mm-mm. are competing with these women who are out here with degrees, they're pretty, they're mm-hmm. younger than you, and they can get an, uh, the man your age because mm-hmm. the man your age has money and he don't want you. So stop being so picky. And and, and that is so far from the truth. That is just not true. It's not. That is such a big, big lie. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I don't care. I'm 56, and I'm one of the sexiest 56 year olds riding a hearty woman that you would ever want to see, honey. You look and that's girl. how I feel about me. Okay. Listen, and that's how I feel about you. Come on now, boo. <laughs> Listen. So the, the book, what is the suddenly single book about? So if people want to so, grab it. So uh, like I said, I became suddenly single and you know, I wrote this, I wrote this book, but I did an anthology. I wanted to bring other women in on it and hear what their suddenly single was. And you would be surprised, mm. you know. So I wanted to write about this because suddenly single is not just a book, it's a movement. Mm-hmm. Because people don't understand, you know, behind the suddenly, mm-hmm. there's a mental aspect to all of this. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is. You know, we choose these people because of childhood issues, traumas, things like that. And then g- guess what happens? We're suddenly single, mm-hmm. you know, and um, even behind the suddenly single when it happened, I mean, I try to drink myself to death probably mm. for the first couple of months, honey. Really? And um, yes, I was miserable. I was so miserable. People didn't know it though. I was miserable. I cried every day for a little over a year. Mm. And so when I decided to write this book, I, it was like I said, I'm about to talk about this. And as I wrote this book, um, that is when I realized that they were never the problem. Mm. I've been the problem the entire time in my whole marriage career. <laughs> Not the career. <laughs> it's the career. <laughs> it's a career. It is. It's a career. Yes. And and this book took off. It's actually um uh, one of our authors. Um, she is doing the uh, widow's edition because she became suddenly single through death. Her husband suddenly died. And so we decided let's do a spinoff. We're gonna do a widow's edition. And she did. The book took off is on TV. She's done numerous amount of interviews on TV and things like that, you know, with this book. And, and, and so I'm, I'm proud of it. And so now we are actually launching volume two, mm. uh, because there's other people who really want to talk about their suddenly single. Mm-hmm. One of the authors that we have, she'd been married for over like, I think like 35 years and her husband was cheating on her and gave her a little something and yeah mm-hmm. and so it's deep something it's deep. for life for life mm-hmm. yeah for life yeah so uh yeah and she's now ready to talk about it and and the best thing about it too you can actually remain anonymous you don't have to give your name if you know when you're you you know writing this this book 
Um, <clears throat> but she decided, no, I'm right. I'm telling my story and I'm using my name. Wow. That's <laughs> yeah. powerful. That's it's power, honey. It's, it's, it's power. powerful and, it, and it's freeing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I remember mm-hmm. when I was trying to hide the alopecia with my little wigs and my fake bun and all that. I don't know friend, why. And my friend said, you're suffering in silence. You know how many right. women are going through this? You exactly. Could, you you have a whole movement on health and wellness. Like, yes. be yourself. Go on yes. social media and take your wig off. And I was right. like, I'm not doing that. Yes, honey. Do it and see what yes. happens. And that I trusted him. Yes. And I, I was crying before I did yes. it. But I was like, I'm going to do it. And then yes. I was like, wow, I'm free. People know. Right. Oh, my God. And, and, and here's the crazy part about it. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Nobody. I mean, they they feel you. They understand you. But we the soul. <laughs> I mean, like, so you got a bald spot. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, alopecia, it, it happens. Yep. That has nothing to do with beauty. Right. Nothing whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beauty is who you are. Beauty is your energy. Mm-hmm. Carla, you have a light that's so amazing. Mm-hmm. Like anybody who is able to be in your space, in your presence, who is able to know you, they are blessed. They are the luckiest people. Okay, why are you making me so, cry? Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. No, okay. don't make me cry on the podcast. No, but it's it's the truth, though. It's the yeah. truth. And we don't understand. Sometimes we don't understand it. We don't see that about ourselves. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why we choose how we choose. Yeah. Because so we true. don't see it. Mm-hmm. We don't see it. We have no clue. You just go about your daily life dancing and being up on the mountain dancing and <laughs> somewhere else dancing and dancing some more. And you don't even know who you are. You I mean, I no think I, I think I know, but to, absolutely to hear it is like, yeah, yeah, it's confirmation. Yeah. Yes, because it, I'm yeah. telling you, people be trying to get my time, and I'm like very selfish with my time. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm like, why do people want to hang out with me so much? Oh, it's because of my positive energy. And one, my that energy one day was like, um, mm. you you know such and such. I said, yeah. He said, mm, she's just trying to get some of that light. Exactly. Said, you have to be careful. You have, have to, to be, be careful. very careful. You have to protect that. <laughs> you got to protect it. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Giving that energy out is like giving out a million dollars to somebody. It really is. And people Mm-mm. will suck it out of you. They'll suck yeah. it dry. Suck yeah. it dry. I ain't the one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Come on. Okay. So people can get this book where? The Suddenly Single Book. So you can get this uh, suddenly single book on Amazon and I'll send you a link, um, Carla, later so that you can share. I can put it in my show notes. Yes. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you've got another something coming up. You want to talk about that? Yes. Okay, so <laughs> what's the name so, of this, this next book? Yes. It's <laughs> called The Power of Hell No. And it's, listen, that is the title. Listen. That is the title of the book. And the reason why I said it like that is because saying no is so powerful, yet a lot of people don't hold that power. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't understand how to say no. Um, a lot of people don't understand why it's so important to say no. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't understand that when people don't understand your no, that you sometimes have to tell them, hell no, no. <laughs> okay. And so, um, and that was me. I was boundaryless. I never said no. It was always a yes, even though it was something I knew that was going to take time for me 
or something that I was doing. So, uh, and, and I would still say yes. Mm-hmm. And, and honey, this is, I, um, saying, saying yes to going somewhere, saying yes to giving anything. something, saying yes, yes to the time, anything. saying yes, yes to anything, saying money, yes to sex. Money, mm-hmm. money, mm-hmm. yep, everything. Yeah. I just had no boundaries, you know, and now, uh, you know, that those, some of the things that, listen, even my coaches, one of the main things that I teach is the word no mm-hmm. and boundaries. Those mm-hmm. go together. Those what go kind together. of coaching do you do? Um, I'm a life coach and my, my niche is trauma, trauma recovery. Mm-hmm. However, I really don't, um, I just say, I like to say I'm a life coach and I coach people on life mm-hmm. and I only coach women of a certain age. What age? Uh, 45 to 55. Really? Why this age? Yes, ma'am. Well, anything before 45, uh, most women are still trying, believe it or not, they're trying to f- still find themselves and they don't really want people telling them what to do and how to do it. I've been doing this for five years and I used to coach everybody mm-hmm. and it started sucking the life out of me. And I actually shut my business down. I closed my business down. I was like, I, I can't do this. And then of course, God was over there poking me, talk about that. No, that no, you're mm-hmm. not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm doing now. I'm in the middle of rebranding. And then women after 55, it's, it's almost as though they know who they are. They know where they're going. They don't really want you telling them what to do. Um, and it's hard to even, it's, it's hard to coach them. Mm-hmm. But that little period in there between 45 and 55, it's almost as though they're saying, hey, I, I need somebody to hold my hand. I, I, I kind of got an idea, but I, I need somebody to help me through this. Yeah. And when I think mm-hmm. about that age range, okay, so like 45, mm-hmm. you've had your, if you're not married, mm-hmm. You've mm-hmm. had your experiences in dating. They maybe didn't go yeah. so well and you're single. Uh-huh. Maybe you wanted children and couldn't have children. And now you don't have children and probably are kind of like giving up on that. But you still want to have uh-huh. a beautiful life. Absolutely. Right. So mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're ready to hear some things, right? You're ready yeah. to hear some things and make some adjustments. Yes. You're still receptive to that. Yes. And even if you think about between 45 and 55, that 10 year period, even mm-hmm. at 55, you can still find love. You can still have you know, 20, 30, 40 years of a beautiful life with somebody. And you're not in that mindset. Well, this is who I am. I'm set in my ways. Hopefully you're not there. Yeah. So yeah, I do kind of understand that window actually. Yeah. I really do. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm not saying that if you're 56, I wouldn't take you on as a client. Mm -hmm. Um, However, you know, like with my intake, there's, there's many questions that I ask (laughs) and not everybody. um, I've had a lot of uh, people come to me for coaching. But I, I don't accept anybody and everybody. I just don't. You know why, Carla? Because mm-hmm. first of all, one-on-one coaching is um, very strenuous. It just drains you. Mm-hmm. Because when you are trying to, to live your life plus help people live their life, and then they don't even want to do half the things they that you ask them to do so yep. that you can you help it, it just it just it just drains you. And so that is one of the reasons why um, we're putting together this um, group coaching. It launches on my birthday, January 20th, 2024. Um, the, uh, we'll be announcing it um, really soon. Um, actually, May 1st. Uh, tickets are then going to sell. The tickets are $24.95, but it's going to come with a brunch and you'll get a free copy of my new book, The Power of Hell No. Oh, nice. 
And yes. this is uh, um you're you're doing an event for around yes. this? Yes. When is yes. the event? It's gonna be January twentieth, twenty twenty four. Oh, how fun is that? And it's only yes. twenty four dollars or twenty four ninety five. Yes, but you you must really want people to come because that's pretty. Low. I do. Okay, I do. <laughs> this um, so this this group coaching is a, it's gonna be a six part series. It's gonna talk teach you about um uh, and and it's it's not all in one day. Okay, so you'll be able to actually buy the entire program, or you can buy by individuals like say for instance we'll have somebody that is going to come in and actually hold your hand and walk you through step by step by step how to purchase a home mm -hmm. they're going to give you all the little goodies and all the little details because see people think that you need money to buy a home you do not Mm -hmm. you, you just don't hmm. um, there's going to be somebody that is going to um, come in and teach you about credit why is it is so important? And they're going to take your hand and walk you through step by step by step how to rebuild your credit. Mm -hmm. There's be somebody for um, teach you about college ap applications at 56 years old. Um, I wanted to go back to school, I think, when I was 50 and I didn't go. And the reason why I didn't go is because I didn't know how to apply. I didn't know how to how to take classes. I didn't know anything about any of the, all that, right? Oh, it can be very stressful. It can be, but there's going to be somebody who's going to teach you that. There's mm -hmm. going to be somebody about um, to teach you about starting a business. They're going to walk you through all these, but these are, these parts is what it takes to create the new you. The program is, the coaching program is called Creating the New You. Mm -hmm. And there is actually a social club that is being built off of that, where these women who are p powerful women is who we want um, to come together and we want to travel around the world and be able to to show and teach other women these things, you know? That's great. And so we're in the middle of building a board right now, and we have uh, a few of the, the slots filled. We're still looking for um, a, a vice president and, you know, and some other things, some other positions, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that sounds amazing. So I, you, you definitely should give me that information. Absolutely. So that I can, <laughs> I can put it in the show notes. And when, okay. this, when this episode airs, you know, it'll be available for people to purchase the tickets and everything because this will okay. air. This will air then. Okay. Um, there is a lady. Her name is um, Bald Girl Will Travel. She uh -huh. does. A, she does a lot of traveling, and I, I think she's in her forties or maybe fifties. Oh wow! But uh -huh. um, she's 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 fun on Instagram. I watch her. Mm -hmm. She does a lot of traveling, so maybe check her out. Okay. Um, but I don't okay. think she's here. If you want somebody in LA, then that's probably not the person. But no, I don't. No, they don't. Do not have to be in LA. Um, listen, I'm. I'm looking for powerful women. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Tell me why. Women who are powerful and you don't have to even be rich, but I'm saying powerful. You hold women with power, hold a certain light. Mm -hmm. You're able to um, be able to project that off onto other women. Mm -hmm. When women see, like I had no clue that so many women follow me and, and they be like, you changed my life. I'll mm. be out. I'll be out on a motorcycle set somewhere, and they'd be like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! You're Venus Chandler." No, oh. I'm like, well, "Well, yeah, I follow you. I follow you. Have changed my life." Yes, you know. So that is what I'm looking. Listen, women, we we are amazing. Amazing. We are amazing. This world could not. 
It could not survive without us. Mm-hmm. They need us. This world need us. Mm-hmm. They, it, this world need us. So if this world need us, we got to make sure that we on point. Right. Education, finances, credit, uh, mindset, mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. You and, know, and I love that you've been included, you know, world travel. I'm a big world traveler and absolutely. it just, it's life changing. You just got back from mm-hmm. Ghana, right? Were you in Ghana? I just got back from Africa. I'm going okay. back in September. I was, um, <laughs> yes, I, I was, uh, yeah, someone um, offered me to come there and speak. And so they're actually going to um, get my, uh, you know, uh, get my plane ticket so I can come there. But I'm excited. I cannot wait to go and speak to those women, honey. Mm, mm, yes. I'm excited for you. I didn't yes. know you were there speaking. That's beautiful. Oh, yeah. 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 Look at you, international speaker and stuff. Oh, <laughs> well, you yes. read, how many books have you written? Oh, my God. Let me see. I want to say seven. I think it was like six or seven when yeah, I was. Yeah, it doesn't make no sense when you lose count, but yeah. It does yeah. make sense when you lose count because you just you just <laughs> pumping them out. You are just yeah. pumping it out. Yeah. And I, I love that because you're like, yeah. my, I have a voice. I do. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to use it. And you guys yeah. are going to gonna get to read it and you're going to get to hear me speak because yeah. I'm that woman. Yes. <laughs> and it's so crazy because it all started with my story. My, You know, my first book is A Silent Screen, My Story, My Truth. I told the truth about what happened to me as a child, you know, growing up, being molested by multiple people. Oh, me no, I don't women. know about this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's my, that was my first book. And whew, ever since I wrote that book, it's it's just been life changing. Freedom. It's the freeing. When it you tell your story, it is yes, the freedom ma'am. that comes yes, with ma'am. that. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Yes. That is yeah. amazing. I did mm-hmm. not know that. Oh, well, thank yeah. you for sharing that. That's available too, right? Yes. Okay. So all your yeah. books are available on Amazon. All of them are available on Amazon and you can always, if you want to um, sign copy, you can uh, I always have books on hand. Okay. So you can always um, DM me, call me, email me, anything like that. And uh, I can send you a, um, a signed copy. Okay. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So I will put all of that in, I, you guys, I'll put everything, how you get in touch with Venus in the show notes. And mm-hmm. then when, by the time this episode airs, you guys will be able to sign up for her event that is happening on her birthday in yeah. January of 2024. So, um, I, I mean, thank you. Thank you for your time. You are welcome. I, I appreciate you. And I'm so glad that you were able to make this happen with me because like I said, this was, this was good. And this was actually, I mean, all of my episodes are authentic, yeah. but some of them are a little bit more formal than others. Yeah. And this was like, yes, two girlfriend girlfriends talk. Right. chatting it up, right. being honest. Yes. Right? Because there are other women out there listening to this episode who are like, man, I appreciate them because I feel that. I feel that. And Carla, I have to have you on couch conversations. I have to have you here on this couch because we we definitely we have we totally have a vibe. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? Hey, make sure too that everybody that can follow me on social media, Mm -hmm. uh, Facebook. Uh, Venus Chandler and um, Instagram, um, the real Venus Chandler 111. So, okay, yeah. and I'll put that mm-hmm. down there too. So, just Absolutely. send me everything that you uh-huh. want me to put in the show notes mm-hmm. and I'll do that. Okay, all right, sounds well, groovy. Have a beautiful day. Beautiful I am, day. I will. I'm going to the beach. <laughs> you are, yes. 
Oh, enjoy. Yes, thank you. Okay. And for those of you who want to stay connected to me, Carla, GYSB, I'm GYSB Movement on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. You can follow me there. You can DM me. You can send me an email, gysbmovement at gmail.com. And please don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast, whatever platform you're on, whether you're on Spotify, Apple, or YouTube, please su- subscribe, share it out. Take a screenshot. If th- if you like this episode, take a screenshot of this episode. Tag me, tag Venus, and we will reshare. But um, we just want to get more people in this process of getting your sexy back in whatever area you need to get your sexy back in. All right. Until then, I'll talk to you guys later. Take care. All content on this podcast and any linked blog, podcast, webinar, course, or video material is created and produced for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health advice. The information is general and may not be suitable for your personal circumstances or complete health objectives. Do not use this content as a standalone resource to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease for therapeutic purposes or as a substitute for the advice of a health professional. Never delay seeking advice or disregard the advice of a medical professional based on our content here on this podcast. If you have questions or concerns about your health or medical condition, please seek guidance from a medical professional.